Okay. All right, we're good now. We're live on all three areas. So let me switch over here and we'll look at our order of service. Be sure to let me know if you can hear me and you should be able to see uh, my screen here. I'm floating between here, there, and yonder. Trying to make sure everything's working. This is new on YouTube. So if you can hear us on that, I believe Jerry Hopkins is trying to log in. I may have started a, another one. All right, you might want to send him a message. Okay, so anyway, looks like everything's working now. I got YouTube, website, Facebook. So make sure that you can hear me. And once you say you can hear me and you can see me, we'll begin our service. All right, Vicki Craig says that she can hear and see. Thank you, Vicki. Hey, Garnet. Hey, Don Hagee. Uh, John Louise, good to have y'all. All right, watching. And then Tanya Hopkins, the boys and I are really missing our church family. We got Brenda Mays, we got Linda Butler, Cloris, Chris, uh, Michelle Shelton, good to have you. All right, Chris and Cloris, and let's see who else. Backing up through Kenneth Hilton. I'm sure Guy Hilton's on here somewhere too. Uh, Sherry, and I'm sure John. So let me know in the comments if you're here, and then if you're on uh, Facebook. Uh, look at the chat there. That's something new we started today. That's the reason we had a little few technical difficulties. But you can uh, see on the screen here kind of our order of service that we'll be doing. Just wanted to give you a little uh, welcome. We do uh, miss everyone uh, being in church, but thank the Lord that we're able to do have this capability. So we praise the Lord for that. And we just want to uh, remind you that on uh the social media platform, Facebook, especially that throughout the message, if you give uh, likes, shares, hearts, uh, uh, laugh face, <laughs> meanie face, any of those things help us boost this. So if you start a watch party, share it. We appreciate it. That helps us uh, greatly. And then also, let's see what else uh, throughout here. If you would add your uh, any prayer request, you can add to this that greatly helps as well. So you want to add uh, prayer request in throughout, and we'll pray about those at the end. I want to share a message uh, with you this morning out of uh, Jeremiah. I think that characterizes the day in which we live from Jeremiah chapter 27. So if you'll be finding your places in your Bible and also share my screen with you, so you'll be able to see that as well. And we'll be talking about accepting an unpopular message, Jeremiah chapter number 27. And then we'll be looking at verse number 12. And then we'll do prayer that you placed in the comments uh, throughout. And then we may stick around, uh, take some any questions, comments. We want to remember those in prayer in our church. As we mentioned on the phone tree yesterday, Deborah Poe up at Martha Jefferson Hospital had surgery on her esophagus. And several procedures, uh, surgical procedures also this week, uh, the same on the esophagus. And then she's got another one coming up, so we'll pray for her. Remember Jerry Hopkins, he's uh, recovering at home from gallbladder surgery. Linda Butler, uh, recovering from gallbladder surgery. We're all having gallbladder problems, it seems like. And then uh, remember Herman Hancock in prayer. He's hospitalized over Martinsville Hospital. I'm not sure what's going on there. I've tried to get in touch with him. I'll try here in a little a little while longer, I called. They said he was busy at the moment, and so I'm have to, he may be going through a test or procedure, and so we'll be uh, checking in on him. want to remind you again of a couple things uh, to help the church during this time. You can utilize the online giving platform on our website. That's available. You can do that there. And then also, 
from 12 to 1 today. And even you go a little later, Guy Hilton's going to be down there. If you need tithing envelopes, you like to drop off your tithe. Many of have mailed those in. That's been a big help to us. Thank you so much for that. Or given online. Thank you for doing that as well. It's helped the church. We've had a good offering come in, a good deposit made this past week. So let's uh, continue to give, even though we're not able to be in church. Pray for those affected by the COVID-19 virus. It's affected all of our lives, those people with their jobs and incomes. And now the stimulus will be coming our way uh, to help those. And we do miss y'all. It is different. I don't have the interaction between the people. But please do let me know if we can be of help in any way during this time. Just please let us know. I feel like we put put these out there and it's out the phone trees and inform you, but I don't have the the response uh, like we normally do. So it's a little different. But praise the Lord, we have these uh, capabilities available to us. At the end, we'll be taking your uh, questions, comments. Please let me know if you need anything. All right. So again, uh, on the website. All right, everything looks good on YouTube still, right? Okay. All righty. So let me get my program back up so I can see what's going on here. All right, I'm going to share my screen with you. And if you have your Bibles, and turn to Jer- the Old Testament book of Jeremiah and probably want to start looking for that uh, at the beginning of this service so you'll be able to find it. I'm going to share my computer screen here. I have to move things around just a little bit. And I'm going to bring up a blue uh, program that I like to use, which is a blue letter Bible. All right. So I'm going to switch over here. That way you can see it as well. And I need to make myself just a little smaller transition over here. All right. So we're going to look up uh, Jeremiah and get our text verse is going to be Jeremiah. The Jeremiah. 27, 12. We've got to look at so many places here. Got so much going on. 27, 12. All right, and here's what I want to show you. I'm going to zoom in here a little bit so you can see this verse. That's too much. All right, so you see here in Jeremiah chapter 27, verse number 12, the word of God says, this is Jeremiah the prophet, the weeping prophet, says, I spake also to Zedekiah, king of Judah, according to all these words, saying, Bring your necks under the yoke of the king of Babylon and serve him and his people. Now, here's the key, and live. And so what's going on here is Jeremiah the prophet is, and I'll bring up my outline so you can see that as well here. And then we want to zoom in on this so you can see it. Make it as big as possible. You may be watching from your phone. And so I want to make that the right size. Let me transition over here a little bit. But anyway, I want to talk to you about uh, accepting an unpopular message. Jeremiah, the prophet, along with many other Old Testament prophets, had a very unpopular message. And so that's what we're going to see here is uh, that Jeremiah had that very unpopular message. And that's kind of where we live uh, today is sometimes the preacher uh, the the messenger, the evangelist, doesn't always give us the message that we that we want to hear. And that's really what's going to happen with uh, Jeremiah. Of course, right now we've heard a lot of things that we don't necessarily like. Uh, that we have to, uh, you know, stay at home. We're not able to uh, get out like we used to. Not able to go to not able to go to church. 
and to get an amen there. I miss miss you folks. I miss being in church. Look forward to the day we're able to go back. And we don't like to hear that. We don't like to hear about uh, the virus. We don't like to hear about uh, what it's caused and the people have been sick and so forth as, as a result. We don't like to hear that. And it's very uh, unpopular. But Jeremiah had an unpopular message that he was had to share with the people. You Not always was God's prophet able to give a message that everybody was uh, like to hear. And that's really where we live today is... The Bible tells us in 1 Timothy 4, verses 3 and 4, the Bible says the time will come, and it, it has come, hasn't it? When they will not endure sound doctrine. All right, the Endure means to bear, forbear. They will not suffer it. They will not allow it. Uh, but after their own lust uh, shall heap unto themselves teachers having itching ears. All right, so there's going to be those, and we're living in that time now where people not endure sound doctrine, but uh, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers have itching ears and and shall turn away their ears from the truth and be turned into fables. That's where we really live today. People don't want to hear the word of God. They don't want to hear about uh, God's word. But God's word does tell us, the Lord Jesus said, and ye shall know the truth. Now, people today don't really want to hear the truth. Uh, God's word is truth. And he says, you, and Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall what? Make you free. And, of course, if he makes us uh, free, we're free indeed. Now, looking on, we had several Old Testament prophets that had messages that were not at all popular during the time. You think uh, they really had a negative message. All your messages can't be positive all the time. A uh, good balance is going to be positive and both negative. But what we see here is Jeremiah, uh, the people did not want to hear what he had to say. All right, the People didn't like the message of Jeremiah because it wasn't a positive message. It wasn't a popular message. It wasn't a pleasant message. And... It particularly was not what they wanted to hear. Now, we live in a time right now that, you know, I don't believe anybody really, you know, enjoys what we're going through right now. The COVID-19 virus, being sick, uh, people dying as a result, people suffering as a result, people being sick and being shut in, if you will, not being able to go out, uh, not being able to enjoy the beautiful spring days that the Lord's given us here. and like we could and uh, thinking about, you know, possibly being infected and what all that would endure and so forth. And I've listened to some testimonies, some people that's caught this virus and it's definitely nothing to play around with, not something that you would want to get. And so we pray the Lord keep us safe is the reason we're doing online services so we can protect you from the spread. And Thank God we have these abilities. Uh, churches doing drive-ins today. We need to be a prayer uh, for those services, which are great ideas. You stay in your car. And then others like ourselves are doing online messages and later making DVDs and CDs. So there's ways around it. And what God is uh, working in our lives right now, I've seen a post online, I believe James Clifton shared it, that the church uh, is not closed. It's been deployed. And the church has been deployed Think about all the, the gospel getting out of the four walls. We've had to get out of the four walls because we can't 
uh, have service. I mean, you could, but it's not wise uh, to be close to each other right now. We're practicing social distancing and keeping our hands clean and all those things, using wisdom to navigate through these uh, uncharted uh, territories and protecting our members and so forth. But the church right now has been deployed. We've been preaching for years and teaching for years that we need to get out of the get out of the four walls and take the gospel out in the community. And really, we've been forced to. Many preachers I've talked to, I've built two websites in the last two weeks. A preacher's been asking me about how to go live and so forth. They've been forced to get in front of a camera, forced to get in front of a microphone, forced to go outside and under a PA system and broadcast the gospel. And so it is an interest in a positive sense that the gospel's getting out and God has caused us to get out of those four walls, get out of our comfort zone, try to get our attention. And that's what's happening here. <coughs> Excuse me. In Jeremiah, he has an unpopular message. It is not popular one bit. People did not want to hear it. They did not want to endure it. Wasn't pleasant. Wasn't even positive message <laughs> because what he was saying was, is because of disobedience and because Israel had not followed the 70 years, the year of Jubilee, the seven years of uh, the time they owed to God, that they didn't listen and listen that they were let the land to rest and so forth. They didn't do that. Now Jeremiah's coming out with an unpopular message, and you know what he's saying? What you're going to have to do is you're going to have to go in uh, bondage in Egypt under Nebuchadnezzar. That's what this message was all about. And really gets down to where we're living uh, right now. And I want to talk to you a little bit more about that and just use my webcam here for a minute. And we'll go back to the scriptures here in a second. But God in his mercy... At times, thank you. At times, has uh, caused his people to because his people was not listening. We see that all through the Old Testament. If anything, this virus has got gotten people's attention. If this doesn't get people's attention, I don't know what will. No, we're not in the tribulation period. No, we're not. This is not the seven seals or the seven vials or the seven trumpet judgments. Not at all. It's just a hiccup. It's just a a precursor, a prelude, an introduction to a small, very small percentage of what the tribulation period will be. But you say, is God trying to get our attention? Absolutely, God's trying to get our attention. Trying to get my attention, your attention, the church's attention, the community's attention, the state's attention, and the America's attention, our country, worldwide attention. God's trying to wake people up. And so we pray that God will wake them up in a spiritual sense. And here's what God does in his mercy. There are times when throughout history, God's people stop listening. God's people stop listening. We become complacent. We become to the point that we do not uh, listen intently to the word of God. And it's really not resonating with us. It's, it's not really getting our attention. We're not really paying attention and then something will come down the line to shake us up in a good way and get our attention. And that's what happened in the many times in the Old Testament is God gets Israel's attention. When they were no longer listening to lectures, lectures and sermons, I've got tons and tons and tons of sermons. i got sermons on my iPad, sermons on the cloud, sermons in my drawer, 
sermons, sermons. If you want a sermon, I got sermons, let me tell you. But if we're just preaching those and nobody's paying attention or listening, what good are we doing? All right. And then God, in his mercy at times, when we stop listening, Israel would stop listening. God would tell his prophets to act out, uh, to do things and sermons. And we call these action sermons. Let me give you some examples. You see action sermons in the book of Hosea and the story of uh, Gomer and Hosea and Mary, marrying her and that, that type of illustration of how Israel was in spiritual adultery. We see it in the book of Ezekiel when uh, God told Ezekiel to go shut himself up in his house and not to say a single word uh, for a while. And then when he comes out of the house, then maybe he would have people's attention. Then later he goes out in the street uh, in chapter number four in silence. I was reading that this morning. Goes out in silence and has a couple object lessons. He has a frying pan, if you will. He has a whiteboard, chalkboard he draws on, if you will. He has a little a bag of toy soldiers, if you will. And he sits out there in the dirt and plays like a child and sets things up to tell them about the upcoming captivity to get their attention. Now, in our text here in Jeremiah, what's happening is, again, God's trying to get Israel's attention in a sense that they are, they are going, to, going to go in Babylonian captivity. You remember, they didn't pay that time to God. They owed that time to God. Hey, if you owe time to God, guess what? You're going to pay. You're going to pay. God's going to get his time. Okay, God will get his time. And so what he tells Jeremiah, because they rejected his message, he says, I want you to construct a yoke, and I want you to wear that yoke over your shoulders and in, in verse 27, and go to King Zedekiah wearing this yoke on your shoulders as an object lesson, as an action sermon. And I want you to go there. He says in verse 2, thus saith the Lord to me, make the bonds and yokes and put them upon thy neck. And he was going to take these and wear this in there to show them that they were going to go into bondage. There was no way around it. They owed that time to God. Now, the the thing about an unpopular message, you may not want to hear it. It may not be what you uh, prefer to hear or want to hear, but it's the truth nonetheless that God has given that God is saying, listen, you're going to go in Babylonian captivity, and you can do it one way. As Jeremiah says, you can do it the easy way. The easy way was to fall and allow them to be taken captive and if they'd done that, the Bible says they would live and God would allow them to stay in the land and till the land until they paid that time back to God. Babylonian, uh, 70 years of Babylonian, then Assyrian captivity, they would pay that time. But the offer was, God says, if you listen, I'll allow you to stay in the land and till the land. But if you do not listen, you're going to be taken away into captivity. So let's just say a couple things. That's his message that he's trying to portray with the yoke. So let's look at the delivery of the message. Much different. This is a much different delivery that I'm giving this morning. Okay. It's different. I'm not in front of a pulpit. I mean, that's one of the options that we have, but I decided to do it here from my house, sitting in my office. And because I have all my information here and all my microphones and computer equipment and all that stuff it takes to do this. But th this is a different delivery, isn't it? It's a different, different platform. And notice about in Jeremiah 
verses 1 through 8, the Bible says, In the beginning of the reign of Jericho, the son of uh, Josiah, king of Judah, came the word of the Lord unto Jeremiah uh, from the Lord, saying, Thus saith the Lord to me, Make thee bonds and yokes, and put them upon thy neck, and send them to the king of Edom, and the king of Moab, the king of the Ammonites, the king of Tyrus, and the king of Zidon, by the hand of the messengers, which come to Jerusalem unto Zedekiah, king of Judah, and command them to say unto their masters, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, thus shall thou say unto thy masters. And then we look down, verse number six, And now have I given all these lands into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. Verse seven, And all nations shall serve him. It's going to happen. And his son, and his son's son, until the end, uh, until the very till the very time of the land come, and then many nations and great kings shall serve themselves uh, as him. So we see there it was delivered, his message was delivered very unusually. God uses different methods in order to do what? To get our attention. Preacher, is God trying to get our attention? Absolutely. If out of all this, God gets our attention, gets my attention, then it's it's the message has been made very clear. So we see a very unusual method. I would encourage you to look at this in a positive sense. I mean, we could talk about all the negativity of it. But let me encourage you, church, to look at this from a positive uh, standpoint. There's several positives out of all this. Yes, there's a lot of negative in the world, a lot of people perishing, dying, suffering with the virus, uh, the impact upon uh, nationally our economy, worldwide than our own individual economy say amen right there and so i was just thinking the other day i told liana uh, just something to think about as i said well we're not able to go to church right now because the virus i'm not able to drive the school bus uh we went online for a bible college and uh, i was just saying wow do, do i still have a job and i realized you know i do i appreciate it and realize i still have a job but it's just something to think about i'm not able to do visit like i normally do visit hospitals not able to see uh, Deborah Poe or uh, be able to, to go in the hospitals and visit anybody. It's hard to keep up with people and then getting the needs to the people. And so very unusual uh, different. So we have to look at things different. Uh, giving, uh, like I said, Guy will be there for 12 to 1. Uh, people's mailed in their tithes and offerings. We appreciate that. That's what's going to keep the church going. We can utilize online giving or do that. And then also... Uh, this has uh, been so unusual because we've had to do things we've never done done before. Preachers preach for years, have never had to, to do this before. So this is very unusual. But I believe unusual in a good way in the sense that it will get people's attention. So delivered very unusually. And let me say in verse number five, it, it was delivered this message very unapologetically. All right. God... When God says something, he don't have to apologize for it. When God's man says something that's from the word of God, he doesn't have to apologize for that either. And this was given unapologetically. He didn't tell them and say, well, I'm, I'm really sorry. You're going to have to go in Babylonian captivity. No, you've done it to yourself. And in verse 5 says, God uh, makes, uh, God makes and, and gives no apologies for his truths. God's word is truth. Whether anybody wants to hear it or not, they can get mad, they can get glad, they can get offended, they can get um, whatever. It's up to them. But 
God, there's, God needs to make no apology, owes no man any apology. The Bible says uh, God, he, he doesn't owe anybody anything. Okay. Let me say the next thing was this message was uh, delivered in, it was uh, delivered urgently, urgently. And it was given an urgent matter. It was delivered urgently. In verse number eight, it says, It come to pass that the nation, the kingdom, which will not serve the same Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and that will not put their neck under the yoke of the king of Babylon, that nation will I punish, saith the Lord, with the sword and with famine and with the pestilence, until I have consumed them by his hands. <laughs> Listen, this thing was given urgently. You need to listen and you need to obey when next week, next year, next uh, decade. No, you need to you need to listen right now. When do you need to be saved? Right now. When do you need to get right with God? Right now. When do you need to uh, be faithful to God? Right now, not tomorrow, but it needs to be given urgently. We need to give an urgent message that people need to be saved and believe the gospel for its everlasting eternity too late. And we see that God's message will come with what? Consequences, and it comes with warnings. God will send out red flags. This is a warning to our country, a warning worldwide. Wake up, serve God, turn to the only living God, the only God that exists, the Jehovah God of the Bible. Okay? That is our message to the world. Now, the sad thing is that they did not listen. Can you believe that? They did not listen. God's people here did not listen. So we see the denial of the message. They decided, and that was their prerogative, not to listen. It's our prerogative. God created us. Uh, we have a free will, and we can believe and receive, or we can doubt and go without, as they say. Uh, that's our choice. So when you hear a message, it may not be popular, what you want to hear when they said, hey, they didn't specifically say from the government nor the governor specifically or the CDC uh, say that we couldn't have church, uh, but I felt it very unwise to do so under the circumstances. I know many of you feel the same, uh, and especially maybe not at first, but now we've really got to the point that even the churches that were pretty uh, set on having services have had to change uh, there and either go to a drive-in service or another platform because things have rapidly changed and are changing by the minute. So that has been a uh, change. Uh, did I want to hear that? No, I did not. Did, did not want to hear that at all because we got to thinking, hey, how is the church going to continue on? But let me tell you something about the church. The church will continue on. The church, as I've been saying for several weeks before this all happened, the church is not a building. The church is not stained glass windows and pews and pulpits and, and and a steeple. No, it is not. Hymnals. No, that doesn't make a church. We make the church. And as has been said earlier, we've been deployed. We're in active service right now. And we're abroad, if you will. We're delivering the gospel. And so we didn't want to hear those things. Uh, they It wasn't popular. Okay, but it was highly uh, recommended under the circumstances and, and so forth because of the virus, if you will. But we didn't want to hear it, but we got to make the best of it and accept it, accept that message. And that's what we're talking about here, that we need to accept it, make the best of it. Now, the reason they did not accept it was unpreferable 
or it was unpleasurable. It didn't sound good. Everything that God didn't promise you a bed of roses. God didn't promise everything's uh, going to go your way. And so they said, we're not going to listen to that. The next one was it wasn't popular. Didn't want to hear that. And it was unacceptable. They did not want to uh, hear it at all. Now, you can read the story later. I'm not going into details of what happens. They do not listen, and they have to go the hard way. They're taken into Babylon captivity. And then uh, you look at the next chapter, you see the death of Hananiah, uh, that um, he is he dies because he rejects the message. And what they do, unfortunately, is as we scroll down here, there was the discarding of the message. That's what people do with a message they don't want to hear. They just discard it, dismiss it, don't want to hear it, to pretend like it. it's just going to go away, right? I know a lot of people when this crisis first started, they were just hoping it would go away, disappear, pretend like it's not happening, but it's just reality. You have to accept it. You can't deny it. You can't do anything about it so much. You can help your neighbor, of course, and you can be faithful uh, to the things of the church and so forth as much as you can now, even though you can't be faithful in attendance, but you can be faithful in online attendance or getting CDs, DVDs, reading your Bible and all those things. But they just decided, we're just going to discard it. We'll just get rid of it. So they refused it, and they rejected the message. Uh, next, uh, they were uh, raised, and then the reality is going to set in, as I want you to see here, as uh, we are winding down to share my screen, I want you to see the Scriptures here, a blue-letter Bible. And as I'm scrolling down here, you can say that they didn't listen, and they decided that, hey, we're just going to reject the message. And Jeremiah says in verse 13, uh, Why will ye die, thou and thy people, by the sword, by the famine, by the pestilence, as the Lord has spoken against the nation that will not serve the king of Babylon? They would not listen. And as you go on down, and scroll down, especially the next chapter, if I flip over here, we know the end of the story is uh, that he rejects the message. And he says, I'm just not going to listen to that. And so you just scroll on down. But what happens to him at the end of it, uh, because he spread a false message, if you look at verse 14, for thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I have put a yoke of iron upon the neck of all nations. Remember before, it was a yoke of wood, and that's a yoke of iron. Okay, We go the easy way, or they decide to go the hard way. That they may serve Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. They shall serve him and have give him the beasts of the field also. Then said the prophet Jeremiah to Hananiah, the prophet, Hear now, Hananiah, uh, the Lord hath not sent thee, but thou makest the people to trust a lie. They wouldn't tell them the truth. Therefore... Saith the Lord, Behold, I will cast thee from off the face of the earth. This year thou shalt die, because thou hast taught rebellion against the Lord. In Jeremiah twenty-eight seventeen. so Hananiah the prophet died the same year in the seventh month. And so we see that's what happens when a person uh, does not listen, does not listen to the message. So we hear a lot of things now that we may not want to hear, but here's the thing. God is in control very much in control, and God knows what is going on, and 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 God is going to take care of us uh, during this time. And so what I'm going to do as we're kind of winding down here, I don't want to get too uh, long-winded, but I, I want to kind of scroll back here. I'm going to look through your comments, 
And I want to see about see how far this goes back. All right, I see. Uh, is Carrie at the top? All right, I see Carrie's a special uh, prayer request for my family, extended family. God knows all about it. All right, and then we see Guy Hilton. Good morning, Pastor. All right, looking on down here, looking for your prayer request. Oh, yeah, maybe uh, Missy Minnick said you should do a drive-in one Sunday. I've, I've actually thought about that. If uh, maybe Easter Sunday might be a possibility that we c we could do a drive-in service. I've thought about that. I've got a couple of my people down right now, uh, Brother Jerry and so forth, that would help me setting up the uh, the uh, yeah the the sound equipment. Is what I'm trying to think of. Okay, so look on uh, down here, and it says um, it looks like I'm looking at the wrong end here. So I might have turned it around or something. Look at the wrong screen. Um, let me switch this to the webcam. All right. Okay, let me look. I'm looking back through. All right. And Laureen Robertson says, good morning. So glad to hear all the messages. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right. And then uh, Missy Minnick. Okay, getting some amens here. All right. And see them earlier. That helps me. Hey, Kenneth. Good morning to you as well. And Chris and um, Ralph Klein. Preach on, brother. <laughs> all right. And uh, Tim says, uh, uh, good good morning, Faith Baptist. And then uh, Vicky gives a good morning. And then Linda says, hi, husband, right? <laughs> and, uh, oh, Tim, y'all uh, talking on here. All right, hi, honey. And then Ralph Klein, uh, preach it, brother. Amen. I like it. Getting them amens. All right. Uh, Missy Minnick, amen for sure. We we do have uh, jobs, but things are so different than before. We have uh, uh, no one in, in you own anymore that's right for a while yeah it's different all right okay and then tim butler says love my faith baptist family chris no amen linda butler miss you all right amen for chloris amen from faye turner all right good glad you joined us and sherry uh, milligan uh, john give an amen uh, chris and tim all right, Chris, we behind you on this. Oh, Sally, hey, how are you? Amen. All right, guys. Yeah, them, yeah the missionaries. The poor Taylor was waiting on me at food line the other day, and by the time I come back out, he had seen people spinning out, screaming at each other. Vicky, um, yeah, Vicky even said they were running scared because they don't understand. Um, because they don't. Yeah, true story. Yeah, people are going going crazy, aren't they? You got that right. Pray for my aunt, Margaret Vernon. She's in the hospital pneumonia. Pray for my girls. They didn't uh, want me to go out. They never do. But during the current COVID-19 situation, it's worse. Uh, pray for myself out there on, yeah, on the road. Pray for Corey, Sebastian on the road. Pray for his girls, his aunt, Margaret Vernon. All right. Be careful out there. Uh, Sean and Kelsey. All right. Uh, to uh, Tanya, Colton, and I enjoyed the message. Thank you. You're doing keep... Keep us on the word. All right. Yeah, Harvest Baptist Church, Tim Rich, and Pastor Shot watching from Connecticut. Oh, man, that's awesome. Awesome. All right. Yeah, Sean on here. Yeah, preach. Preach it. Amen, Uncle. All right. Glad to have you, Sean. Yeah, maybe we connect on this thing. Now I got all this equipment stuff and far apart, but we can connect on the Internet here. And Holly, uh, thanks. Thank you watching on TV through you. Uh, through YouTube. Awesome. All right. Great, great. That was something new we done today. I'm going to uh, look over here. At 
Okay, had four on YouTube. All right, let's see. All right, so good. We had that worked up. Hope I didn't lose anybody on there. That was something new. I was looking to see if there's any comments on there. So anyway, we want to look to the Lord in prayers. Uh, real quick, anybody else got any prayer requests like to throw out there? You got just a minute on Facebook. You can drop it on there real quick. I know there's a little delay here, so I'll give you a chance to chime in and let everybody know. The good thing is if you miss some of this, you can catch it on the replay. We put it on and set it up for later. I had a little difficulties this morning. I'm using this new uh, this new program. I'll show it to you. It might help some of you preachers transition over. This uh, program right here is called uh, Caster RO or something. Caster. I'll get it right one day. But anyway, you can stream from multiple platforms. It would be average about, uh, you know, come out to be about $10 a month if you get the program. So this allows me to stream from Facebook and YouTube at the same time. So that's a little different. See, OBS, the program I'm using right now that you can see the screen within the screen right now is the streaming software that I use to be able to make all these transitions. And you can see that I can only stream from one place at a time, but then I send it over to Caster, and then I'm able to distribute it. So that's kind of a new form. We got a couple prayer requests. Yeah, pray for uh, brother and, and daddy and my sister Kay. All right, so just remember this in prayer all right let's look to the lord in prayer at this time let's pray for our country let's pray for our pray for as individuals we need to be praying for ourselves we need to pray but we do need to be wise in uh practicing these new words social distancing and then uh good hygiene which i trust you were doing already all right and then also, we need to pray for our country, our president, a vice president, this uh, COVID-19 team that the president's put together. Uh, we need to pray for nurses and doctors and hospital staff and those working in the healthcare community. Let's not forget about them. Let's pray for our church. And remember, uh, Leon, if you could put a link to the online given in the chat, just copy and paste that. We want to uh, encourage you to utilize online giving and then also uh, to you know watch from our uh, Facebook, uh, I shouldn't say Facebook, as you can see here on our website. Okay, Faith, you want to connect with us on the website. I want to encourage you to do that. Uh, connect with us uh, Facebook, YouTube. You need to subscribe to our channel. So if you go on there, you need to click. I don't have it on this one, but you need to cl click and uh, subscribe to the channel. Also, you utilize, like I said, online giving. And then you need to subscribe to our mailing list. So go on there and subscribe to that. And so that uh, we will send you the um, email notifications, what I'm trying to say. I'll get it out in a minute. So that, that is a, an option as well. So go on, connect in those ways. And like I said, for those of you who want to drop your tithes and offerings, pick up a DVD. If you want to request a DVD, let me know, that type of thing. Uh, we make, make copies at the church as well as the CDs are available also. We'll just kind of throw this out there. If you're listening, I don't get to talk to everybody. But maybe there is a possibility. I'm going to kind of put this out there. We may try to do a drive-in service on Easter Sunday. That's pending how things are going. And then brother Jerry Hopkins, if you're listening, it depends on if you're able or not, because I would need your help as well as probably Keith light. Uh, 
but we'll see how it goes. If it really gets to spread, they may shut that down. But let's, I think it'd be a worthy goal that maybe by Easter Sunday, we can uh, get everybody together and do a drive-in service, set up the sound system there, uh, have good weather, and then kind of go from there. It does look like that it's probably going to be to the end of April that we're doing these different things. So I hear people complaining now. I'm thinking, don't don't start complaining yet because uh, we're just now kind of getting in this thing. And so don't um, you yeah, don't get too um, – yeah, did you put the link in there, Leanna? Okay, and then, uh, yeah, today um, we'll give a shout-out to Darlene Gravely. And then also uh, Rosemary Carmichael has a birthday today. So I could sing you happy birthday, but maybe not. I'll wait till we get back to church. All right, and then, uh, yeah, thank God for the ability to do this. Yeah, this tragedy, be able to go online, so forth, okay? So let's let's pray together because I don't want to forget about that. That's so important. I want to pray with you at this time. Let me reposition my microphone. Let's Let's pray together. Let's all bow and pray. Heavenly Father, as we come before you, we thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ that makes everything possible. Thank you for, Lord, these times that we talked about this morning that it's not necessarily a message that we want to hear, but, Lord, we know you use different ways in order to get our attention. And, Lord, we do realize, reading our Bible, that this does speak of the end times, and we know it will not be long before the Lord Jesus uh, comes back. And so, we, Lord, we pray now that, through all this, all the tragedy, all the unfortunate deaths as a result connected with the virus, Lord, we just pray you'll get people's attention, get them thinking about eternity. Lord, we feel like this will be accomplished in this way. So, Lord, right now I pray you'll speak to each and every heart. Lord, shake this world for Jesus Christ. May they see him high, holy, and lifted up through all the means, the capabilities, the drive-in services, the church is getting outside the walls and being deployed now in active service through web, uh, through Facebook and YouTube and the website and other technologies and podcasts and CDs and DVDs and, Lord, different means. Uh, Lord, you've put us in a, a challenging um, place here at the church, but, Lord, we know you'll navigate us. You'll take care of us. The church is not going anywhere. The church of Jesus Christ is still alive and well. Lord, they, you could, they could destroy the buildings. We'd still have a church because the church is more than brick and mortar and uh, drywall and roofing. Lord, it's a, a body of baptized believers. And so we thank you for that. The body of Christ spread out now, dispersed. But Lord, we know that we anticipate the day you'll put us all back together in one place that we may embrace each other and praise the Lord to be able to go back in a church service in your house and a sanctuary and worship. Lord, may we be humbled. May we be extremely grateful. And, Lord, we just pray now for the virus, its spread, its effect upon our worldwide economy as well as our country's economy. Pray for those who have lost jobs. Hours have been reduced, perhaps working from home. We pray for our health care community, our doctors and nurses and staff and those, uh, even the janitors, Lord, to pe- keep uh, things clean. And, Lord, we pray for our schools and our children and our uh, we pray for each and every one of these uh, many requests made up to you in the chat, Lord, as we've been live this morning. That you pray for families and individuals, and Lord, you'll watch over our church building, keep it safe while we're away. And Lord, watch over our families, and Lord, meet our needs. We know you will. We trust you for these things. Lord, bring us back next appointed time to online service, online platform, 
We thank you so much for all you've done. We ask it done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, at this time, oh, Tanya said sing. Yeah, that'd be right. What? Sing a happy birthday, right? But we do wish you a happy birthday. Uh, yeah, I'm not taking a request right now, right, for singing. But anyway, I want to mention uh, one other thing to you that I want you to be aware of. And so tonight, uh, we're going to do something a little different. This also gives us the ability to do something a little different. And I'm going to show you on uh, Facebook here as I go to the Faith Baptist page. We're going to do something a little different tonight. And this does allow us to do things a little different. I like different. It's, it's good for us. It's healthy for us. Like I said, it'll shake us up, get our attention. Uh, so tonight, what I want to encourage you is uh, tonight we will be uh, me and my good friend, uh, uh, call him doctor. He has a doctorate. Uh, we're both doctors, but we're the wrong kind, right? So what we're going to be doing uh, tonight is we will be together and we will be discussing. Look like I got a little delay there. They were, might have skipped a little bit on us there, but it says here that we will uh, be doing a discussion uh, tonight. It may have lagged there a little bit. If it did, I apologize for that. Like I said, we're crowding the Internet with these online services and all. But anyway, so I'm going to start over with this. Tonight, we're going to do something different. 7 o'clock, uh, join me and my good friend, uh, Dr. Brandon Dupont, Pastor Northside. We're going to be here in my studio at the house, just me and him. Some people thought that we was going to be having a church service, but no, we're not. We're going to be, join, we'll be joined uh, live here tonight, 7 o'clock. Uh, me and Pastor Brandon Dupont, good friend of mine just right down the road, Northside Baptist, and we'll be discussing the COVID-19 impact. And what we'll be discussing is the spiritual aspect of it, but we'll be looking at a practical aspect and just kind of using not so much a sermon, but a discussion. And so I trust that you can join us tonight at 7 o'clock. We'll be doing something a little different, so be sure to save uh, this and to go in to Facebook. And what you want to do is set a reminder, as you see right here, that you can see that later. We'll be going live also, Lord willing, on YouTube again, and then we'll have it again on the website. All right. Oh, yeah, then we got a happy birthday. Uh, yeah, Kenneth. Is that Kenneth Hilton got a birthday, too? We want to shout out a bir happy birthday to him. Well, thanks so much for uh, joining me this morning. And in the meantime, I'm going to uh, sign off of here. And, Cloris, yes, you absolutely can. Please do. Uh, we do need to pray for um, their family also. Okay, pray for Regina Stone, Ralph's daughter, in hospice care. We'll pray for her as well. So thank you so much for joining me. I'm going to sign off for now. But join us again tonight, 7 o'clock. I said, join me and uh, Pastor DuPont, and we'll kind of go from there. All right, so we'll end it with that. God bless you. Trust you're doing well. Give me a little feedback. Let me know if you've been able to listen through the website. Uh, shoot me a text. Give me a call, Facebook message, whatever it may be. I would appreciate that very much, and that will give me the ability to uh, let me know how these are going and if you're able to watch. So at this time, we'll be signing off. Meantime, God bless you, and we'll see you again tonight, 7 o'clock. God bless you.